Hey everyone, I'm Veronica Roshek, and I'm your host of the Amplify Iowa podcast. This is a place to hear the stories of our favorite, some of the fastest growing, and some super unique local businesses directly from their leaders. Thank you so much for being here. Let's go ahead and get started. Today is a really fun, innovative fitness business. This is Power Life. Uh, And we have with us Annika Pike, who is the marketing director there currently. She has been with Power Life for seven years now, although she started there while she was a student and has been full-time for five years and worked her way into from being from management up to being a marketing director. And Annika, we are so excited to have you here on the podcast with us. Thank you for joining. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Yes. If you could, as we get started, tell us a little bit about what Power Life is all about and about your journey to where you are right now with them. Yeah. So um, as you mentioned, uh, Power Life is a fitness business. I know the name is not necessarily terribly intuitive unless you're familiar with it. Um, So we are a boutique fitness studio. We have four studios in Des Moines, four now in Kansas City, opening our uh, ninth studio. Wow, that's crazy. Ninth studio total in Omaha, fall 2020. And we are for sure yoga based in our approach to teaching and instructing um, and how we, um, I would say, teach our teachers to teach. That's a lot of the same word over and over again, but everything is based in yoga and mindfulness. However, we get a little bit more creative with it too. Um, We have a lot of different types of classes on our schedule. So we have sculpt, which is yoga with weights. We have bar, which is a combination of Pilates, ballet, yoga, all of the above. And then we have the the yoga side of the house as well. So hot yoga, power yoga. Um, We just really like to get people, A, sweating, be together. So our, um, our base is for sure community, community, community. Uh, we are all about helping our students and our people make connections both inside the studio space at class, but then also having the ability to take those out of the yoga space and into their real actual lives as well. Um, so that's Power Life. As for me, uh, like you said, I've been a student with Power Life for about seven years now. Um, I went through a teacher training program, a management position opened up in 2015, <laughs> and uh, I chose, I made the decision to take a leap and apply. I got the position, and I believe it was in my second interview where Adam, our, our president, was, was in it. Um, and I told him, I was like, you know what, I, I think I can do better for you on, on social media and graphic design and everything. And I was like, I, I want to do that. He's <laughs> like, well, okay. <laughs> and so about a year and a half after I had started uh, managing our Johnston location, it became evident that we needed a full-time marketing person. And so Adam kind of pulled me aside. He was like, well, I'm putting you in. You said you wanted to do this. So here you go. You can do it. (laughs) And that was like shortly after we had opened our first Kansas City studio. We had a second one on the horizon. So it was a little intimidating, but it was a super fun challenge that I was young and hungry and excited to take over. Um, And then from there, just, I mean, my role has evolved 
a little, but also a lot at the same time. I mean, it evolves kind of as the company grows. So I grow and I change depending on what the company needs, but then also what uh, marketing trends are, what social media trends are and stuff like that. So my job is never the same day in and day out, which I love. Yeah. You're certainly not in a startup business by any means, but because you guys are growing so much constantly, um, you know, and, and doing it in a, a right and thoughtful way, it seems to be as you're continuing to expand. But uh, being able to take those changes head on and still, you know, doing all kinds of roles, I'm sure, in your day-to-day basis, it's uh, it's really interesting to hear that and hear the, the evolution of, you know, what your position is now and to see how that, where that's going to go from here as well. I know that you, um, Adam and your entire, um, you know, kind of leadership staff there has, has really big expectations for what's next. Could you tell us a little bit more about Adam, the owner, Adam Genezer? He really got, you know, he, he got this all started from the ground up. Could you tell us a little bit about his story for how Power Life became what it is? Definitely. So this is actually, uh, it's in a video that we have out on YouTube. So anyone could, could watch this to get the full story told from his and his wife, Steph's perspective, but I can give kind of the synopsis. So um, Adam and Steph, uh, they are two of the owners of Power Life. Adam is now the president of Power Life and uh, they were living out in Colorado. They had successful careers out there. And then there was um, a family tragedy Um, his brother's daughter. So their niece, uh, there was an accident and she actually passed away. So they realized in that moment, you know, wasn't just one moment, it was probably a series of days, whatever it was, that um, family was the most important thing to them. And they were really far away from their family. And so they they packed up their lives in Colorado, uh, moved back to Des Moines, not only to be closer to family, but also just to start their own family um, with a support system. And from there, I mean, Power Life came to be. They were like, all right, well, we want to do this. How do we do it? (laughs) Um, And then Adam is a very brilliant business-minded man. And so I have no doubt that like he was thinking long-term while all of this was happening. Anything he does, like you said, is very thoughtful. And so having to build this up from the ground up was no small task, but they did it. And actually the name Power Life came from, uh, I believe Steph was in labor with their first child <laughs> and they were kind of in the room deliberating, um, what what are we going to call this business? What are you going to do? And Power Life, you know, like she's bringing life into the world, like, and that's how it came to be. So yeah, that's the very, very brief story. If anybody wants to catch it, it's on our YouTube channel and the way they tell it is it's way better than me. But um, yeah, it, it all came from family. And that is something that you feel when you step in the doors of Power Life. Like you're not just a student, even if you're new, you feel like you're part of something welcoming and warm and almost like a family from the minute you walk in the doors. Absolutely. I can vouch for it being a really, really good and inviting and calming. And at the same time, you know, intense and you know, you're going to get a really good workout in when you're there. <laughs> All of that is great. As you guys have expanded and grown through all of this, especially as the marketing person, how are you guys being thoughtful of that brand awareness and making the feel of that environment extend out through all of your locations, you know, not only locally here, but 
now even in other states for a while in Kansas City, um, being able to really have that embodied in all of those places? Yeah, that's that's a really good question. So I think the biggest thing is we're not a franchise. So um, we are a corporate owned business and our the people that, that kind of run the ship day in and day out is actually pretty small, which is a lot of work, but it also gives us a lot of control over um, not only how we like, you know, teach our classes in the studio, but also how we like relate to our employees. So that's something that's super, super important to all of us on Power Life leadership and management team, that we treat people like people. And that has to start with not only ourselves, you know, in, in our team, but also how we treat our teachers and the values that we hold dear, we want them to hold dear as well. So, you know, it's, from the moment you step foot into a power life teacher training, or if you don't take one of our trainings and you're hired on out of a different one, I mean, you're handed things where you're kind of like shown our values, not only in writing, but also in how we like phrase things, you know, so our, our brand voice is super important. And then from there, it's like, we try to embody those uh, not only at the front desk, but in our classrooms, via our Facebook groups that we have for our teachers to, to use as resources, all, all of that stuff, like really um, they work in tandem with one another so that eventually the teachers can then trickle that down onto our students. Because like you said, we, we do create this really warm, welcoming, inviting, calming, yet energetic environment. Um, and so it's something that really starts with our team leading by example, our teachers, trickling that down to our students. And then hopefully our students bring that out into the world as well. Um, but for sure, being the corporate owned model gives us more control, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that we can control the messaging. And uh, I guess I'll, I'll call it training. I don't really know if that's the right word, but the, the on the job kind of feedback that we provide. Yeah, that's that's great. It sounds like the very well-oiled machine, essentially, with a, a small small crew running the ship. I know, <laughs> <We're getting there. laughs> yeah, I know from the um, standpoint of you know the consumers, that the students, the people that are coming into the classroom too. There's a really well done app program technology around that. I'm guessing that's probably somewhat similar when you have students coming in going to be, you know, in the running to become instructors as well or or be working there. All of that seems very intuitive. How how has that become what it is? And can you explain to somebody that's never seen it before how because I feel like it's very user friendly and, and just a really good system. Yeah. So actually uh we can take very little credit for the development of our app. <laughs> um <laughs> it is all done through our, our point of sale system, which anybody in the fitness or even salon industry, we use MindBody. Uh, and we, you know, live and breathe MindBody. Sometimes there are little quirks where we're like, gosh, I, I wish that we could do X, Y, or Z, and we just have to find workarounds for it. So it really, I mean, MindBody essentially runs the ship on our app, and we can come to them with requests um, or changes that we want to see. And they are a huge business. They serve thousands of studios and spas and salons and all of the above throughout literally the world. So, you know, we're just, we're lucky <laughs> that we, yeah. that we can draw on them here in the heartland. Like we seem like small fish here, but when we have this 
thing, like you said, that runs so smoothly for the most part. I mean, there's always going to be glitches with technology. But when we when we can have this resource that our students and our teachers can can draw upon, it makes the whole process, especially now in 2020, when we you know have to require pre-registration. That's something that's new for all of us. Um, it has been pretty seamless. So it's something that we're pretty grateful that we are fortunate enough to have. And yeah, it, it's one more touch point that we can have with our community too. So it's always nice when you can, even if it's, you know, you can't always rely 100% on technology, but be able to automate <laughs> something to a point where you could, you know, really offset that and know that it's it's going to keep running really, really well. You brought up another really good point there is something I was going to touch on that, you know, you hate to keep talking about, but is a topic that we're talking about with everyone. And that is in our current COVID pandemic environment, gosh, there's certainly been tons of changes for everyone, but in your space, in the fitness space, it seems it's constantly changing. How have you guys grown (laughs) and adapted to that and found ways to pivot your own business model in, in, uh, just everything that is happening right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the word pivot that it, we should get that like hashtag pivot. <laughs> <on shirt>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So I can for sure speak. Um, I can touch on it definitely, but truthfully at this point, I'm like, I don't even remember all the changes <laughs> that we've made. <laughs> um, it's been, a, it's been a wild ride since March, obviously, you know, we actually made the decision to close our studios the day before the governor handed down um, the proclamation that fitness studios had to close. So we had already, we had a little bit of a leg up there. We we're like, okay, we're going to decide to close. Um, then tomorrow we're, we're going to give ourselves tonight to kind of breathe. And then tomorrow we're going to come back in the office and figure out, okay, how do we get this online? So that was the big, the, the first big pivot that we had to do. Um, and it was a struggle to try to figure out with limited resources, a limited team, um, how we could get our classes online. Cause we had students who like, they, they count on us day in and day out, not just for a workout, but for like their feel good hormones that, people needed so desperately while they were at home. Um, and so we took, honestly, we found the path of least resistance through YouTube. Uh, we had, I believe it was like 13 or 15 followers on, I think it was March 17th. And then by the end of that week, we had something crazy like 2000. It was nuts. <laughs> um, and it was not only our students who were doing it, but students who had moved away, or I know my family, none of them live in Iowa, all of a sudden they were subscribers, they were doing our classes, they've never been able to take my class before ever. And so we were touching all these people throughout the country, throughout the world, uh, with our classes through YouTube. And it was a huge pivot for our business. It wasn't something that we really knew how to do, but we're like, all right, well, we have iPads, got tripods with AirPods, like, how can we make this work? (laughs) Um, And so, I mean, we figured it out. And now we we're continuing to update our channel uh, every weekday with fresh content, um, because we know that there are still tons of people who are um, more comfortable at home or who need to stay at home for for whatever reason it might be. Um, And so we're continuing to update that. So 
that was pivot number one. And then also, I mean, there have been so many other like big ones, little ones throughout the way. Um, obviously, while we were closed, it was kind of just like engaging our community on social media. That was social media, email and YouTube were like essentially our only touch points for people because we couldn't see them. So um, that was that was a big that's always a big part of my job. But it kept me pretty busy while we were closed, which was nice to have something to do. And then uh, when we were thinking we were going to be able to reopen, then we had to kind of start thinking about, all right, so safety is always our number one priority. Um, cleanliness is always hugely important to our studios, um, but now even more so. So how do we do this in a way that's going to really, you know, prevent the spread of anything, any sort of virus or germs of any kind like how do we do that how do we make sure students know what we're doing how do we make sure strangers know what we're doing so that they feel safe if they want to come in and so yeah we we changed our cleaning protocols we um tweaked our uh we have what's called trade staff there they're the rock stars behind the scenes they help keep our studios clean in normal times i'll say they help run our front desk so uh, we pivoted their roles within the company, and now everybody's cleaning like all the time. It's the cleanest mm. place I've ever been, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's it's great. And actually, it, like you mentioned earlier, uh, we do love a well-oiled machine there. And now it's it's really starting to feel like our new normal. And who knows? Like you also said, it's like week by week day by day it's not so much minute by minute anymore like I feel like we have a little bit more of a handle on on the minute by minute but um yeah we could get something tomorrow that forces us to to change and to tweak whether big or small and luckily I think our our full-time team our teachers our staff our support staff they um know that we never make any kind of decision without putting thought into it and so having their full support when we've had to make these changes has been just incredible. I mean, not only in terms of taking our classes online and bringing them back in limited capacity or, you know, closing the studios and then bringing everybody back and having all these new procedures. It's just been um, wonderful to be surrounded by a team that is so willing to work together and then also willing to change because change is really hard but that's been like the mantra for 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's had to figure out how to be patient, adapt to change, you know, deal with your yep. surroundings differently. But yeah, that's great that you guys are, have been able to, you know, although it's certainly difficult, you seem to have found the ways to really work through it and um, be in the mindset that, you know, you're all in it together and continue forward from there. Have there been any times, and surely there have, because there's been all kinds of growth since you've been there, but can you tell us of a time when, especially for, you know, other business owners that may be listening or people that are, you know, afraid of that failure of something that maybe didn't go so well that you had to adapt and, and change and go through, and it could be related to this or something completely different, but it doesn't have to be a you know, total failure because in a successful business, typically you take that and find a way to still adapt it and change and learn from it. Have there been any moments like yeah. that? Yeah. 
There, I mean, there definitely have been, like you said, it's unavoidable. Um, you know, starting a company is a big risk in and of itself. And if you don't swing big, you just miss. <laughs> so if you don't take those risks, I mean, you're never going to get the rewards. Um, I mean, kind of vaguely, I mean, we've, we've tried to make tweaks to teacher or not teachers, um, to uh, class format that have either gone really well or, or not so well. We've, um, we've done uh, class formats where it's like, oh, this is super great. Everybody loves it. And then we'll have another one where it's like, this is just not taken off. Um, one in particular that I can recall, uh, it's a class that's still on our schedule, but originally, uh, we had, we kind of always stick with like power something for our, our naming of sure. our classes. And it is now on our schedule as hot yoga, but before it was hot yoga, uh, we called it power burn, <laughs> <laughs> um, which now thinking back on it, I'm like, that sounds terrifying. Um, <laughs> like, it sounds like you're going to be on fire or like your muscles are going to fall off or something. And so we didn't really think of it that way. We thought of like, you know, we wanted to have it kind of be this sort of like, I mean, it is an intense class and we, we wanted to convey that through the name, but we just found that it wasn't taking off with that name on the schedule. You know, people were like, I don't want to go to power burn. That sounds terrifying. And so we, uh, we touch base with, um, I work with Drew McClellan, if anybody knows who, who he is in the, in the Des Moines marketing scene, he's pretty great, but he was like, why are you guys calling it that? <laughs> and he's always so straightforward with Adam and it's wonderful. Um, and he's like, well, I don't know. I, we just thought it sounded cool. It fit with our, our vibe. And he was like, it sounds terrifying. Um, and so then he's like, why don't you just call it what it is? Call it hot yoga. And we're like, ah, yeah. And, and now, I mean, it's a super successful class program on our schedule. So it um, was a lesson in, in really like calling things what they are, not getting too cutesy with it, which in my marketing brain, I always want to have some sort of fun something or other, but it's like, you can get creative other ways with it. It doesn't have to be this terrifying sounding name on your schedule. Just call it what it is. People are going to come to it. They're going to read the description. Maybe you get creative in the description. <laughs> so <laughs> so that wasn't, lesson. that was something that, yeah, it was something that could have been a big old flop. And we, you know, so to speak, we turn lemons into lemonade and now it's hot yoga and, and people love it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's great that you were able to find a way to still make it work without totally ditching the whole program by any means, since it's something that yeah. still fits really well into your overall message. How about, because that is funny. And I've been before and I've been to a couple, you know, intense classes, but that's really what I was looking for. I, I mentioned the word intense. For somebody that's never been before and maybe is like, mm, I maybe want to try that at some point and just hasn't pulled the trigger. Who is your, who's your ideal consumer um, person to, to visit and that's going to become that um, loyal membership person? Yeah, it sounds so cheesy when I say this, but literally everybody. We want Power Life to be a place where there's something for everyone. And I know that we can't necessarily offer everything under the sun. That's just, you know, that's not sustainable for any business, um, let alone a boutique fitness studio. Um, but really and truly, we do our best 
to make all of our classes, even the ones that, you know, are labeled as like um, most advanced or whatever it is, we do our truly best to make them approachable for everybody. Um, and I think a lot of that comes in through our teacher training program. And I can't speak to any other program. I've only ever gone through yoga teacher training at Power Life, but I remember through mine just how encouraged we were to truly like listen to your body. And that sounds so like woo woo, frou frou, but it's truly like your body's going to tell you what you need in any given moment. And so our teachers are trained to lead classes in a way where it's okay if you want to drop down to your knees. It's okay if you want to take child's pose. It's okay if you if you don't want to do X, Y, or Z. Like that is okay. We'll still hold space for you to be here because we think that you're important. Um, and yeah, like th that in and of itself is important, but then also just the vibe that we create. Um, so many places, you know, gyms you go where you may not even interact with somebody when you step foot in the door, you know, get ready to leave. Um, at Power Life, it's, we want everyone to feel seen and heard and appreciated. And I think even if a class is, you know, quote unquote, too hard for you to do, if we can make you feel welcomed and accepted for where you are on your journey, that's, that's our number one goal. And that's why we believe that Power Life is for everybody. Yeah, that's, that's a great message. I'm sure that there's certainly people in the community that I, I know that I have, you know, heard other people before I had ever tried coming who talked about, um, you know, how inviting and welcoming and that message just speak clearly through for people that have never been there before. But it's good that that is certainly the message through and through all across the board. What is next for Power Life? It's something I'm asking every business. You obviously have on the horizon this Omaha location um, that's in a brand new area for for Power Life. Talk about how you decided either uh, to, to choose Omaha of all places and how that's a, going to be a good next fit for you. Yeah, so I wish I could speak more to how Adam pinpointed Omaha. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, from what, from what I know, like I said, he's very brilliantly business minded. So that is, I'm like, I'm marketing minded. I think of things looking pretty. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and I believe Omaha is just, it's similar to Des Moines. Well, I know that I've, I've spent a little bit of time in Omaha. Um, it's similar to Des Moines in that it's a little bit of an untapped yoga space. There are certainly studios there, but there's not a power life there. And so we thought that it would be a wonderful place to, um, you know, plant the power life flag and also to create a community within the Omaha community where people feel seen and supported and welcomed and energized and all, all of the other things that people feel in Des Moines and Kansas City. Again, also it's driving distance to Des Moines, which Adam loves. <laughs> we all love. It makes, it makes day trips. A, a lot more doable. And also it makes uh, working in the small team that we have easier with less geographic distance between all of us. Like, like we kind of touched on before, it ensures that like, I would say we have good Midwestern values, good Midwestern roots. And I think that going to Omaha is a natural next step along the journey of power life. So 
as for what's next after we open our Blackstone studio, um, I mean, gosh, I, I would imagine we'll focus on Omaha, you know, maybe a little bit of growth there. I can't, I can't exactly say how much, but growing Omaha and then also like Des Moines is, is pretty well established at this point. We're, we're a staple. We've been here for, gosh, is it it's almost eight years? It'll be eight years in October. So we're pretty established here um, in Kansas City. We have our, we have our foothold there. Just want to ensure that all four of our studios are are growing and progressing in the same way that um, the ones up here have been. And something that's interesting about Power Life in general is we never just like sit back and rest. If the studio is doing well, we're like, all right, well, how can we make it do better? <laughs> and yeah, so focusing on the studios that are doing well, helping grow the ones that there's room for growth, uh, that will probably be a focus into 2021, 2022. And then, you know, maybe maybe more Omaha studios down the road. Also can never count out other markets. That's That's never out of the question. Yeah, that's great. Room for growth all across the board, even where, you know, it's really yeah. well established. So that's, um, yep. that's a good business. And room for growth within our, that. yeah, room for growth within our team as well, like as individuals and also together, um, we place a big, big emphasis on personal development, both for our, our leadership team and then our teachers. And so hopefully figuring out ways that we can continue to do that in the changing climate in the country will be um, super helpful as well, like inclusivity and all of the above that we want to make Power Life truly a welcoming place for everyone. Yeah, that's a good message. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, I have really appreciated hearing the story of Power Life and Annika, your journey there and what you're doing for them from the marketing perspective and really, uh, you know, Wearing all the hats in the business on your way up, you've seen each part. So that is also a really good perspective <laughs> of being in each part of the business at different points in time in your own career there. So thank you for being here with me and sharing your story. And I know that this will be something that lots of people listen to and get a lot out of. So I appreciate your time. I hope so. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Amplify Iowa podcast. If you enjoy these stories, please leave us a review, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, and follow Amplify Iowa on social media. A-M-P-L-I-F-I-A. Amplify Iowa. Small businesses. Doing big things.